Hello, and welcome back to Catching Up David. Today's episode 53, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Hello, Hallie. Hello, David. Hello, Kristen. Hello, David. And hello, listeners. How the Grinch Stole Christmas is a 2000 Christmas fantasy comedy drama film, according to Wikipedia. It is directed by Ron Howard, and it stars Jim Carrey as the Grinch, as well as Jeffrey Tambor, Christine Baranski, Bill Irwin, and Molly Shannon, with Anthony Hopkins as the narrator. You didn't list Cindy Lou Who. It didn't list her on the thing. That's weird. It... Taylor Momsen. <laughs> Taylor Momsen as Cindy Lou Who. Should, I, should we know who that is? She was on Gossip Girl. Oh. And she's the lead singer of The Pretty Reckless. Okay, so maybe heard of them. that is someone who many people know. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. And now you all know <laughs> her as well. How the Grinch Stole Christmas was the number one film in America for four weeks, grossing $345 million worldwide, making it the sixth highest grossing film of 2000. It also won the Academy Award for Best Makeup, even though the Who's Stouts are horrifying. <laughs> However, the movie received mixed reviews from critics, with Roger Ebert in particular giving it two out of four stars, calling it, quote, a dank, eerie, weird movie about a sour creature. He also said that there should be a jollier production design and brighter look overall, dot, 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 it's just not much fun. <laughs> Jim Carrey's performance was well received, however, with CNN's movie critic calling the Grinch the role he was born to play. So there you go. Lots of people were into Jim Carrey and his performance. Why were you so surprised, Hallie, that it was number one for four weeks? I didn't like knowing that. I didn't like discovering that fact. Why? Do you not like the it Grinch? It alarms me. It alarms it me a, that it was number one movie in America Christmas for four weeks. Time. I mean, I guess, and everyone would be like, oh, I want to see the movie with Jim Carrey. And they say it exactly like that when <laughs> they walk into the theater. So I guess it would, it would be a high-grossing film regardless of its content, but I don't know. I don't like knowing that. I have felt generally less safe and less comfortable since watching this movie. It's not having a good effect just, on me. Just in your everyday life. Just in my everyday life. <laughs> yeah. It has yeah. it has that effect. Yeah. yeah. Well, in case it's been a while since you've seen it, How the Grinch Stole Christmas is the story of The Grinch. A green creature who lives on the mountainside outside of Whoville and hates Christmas almost as much as he hates himself. He grew up amongst the Who's and their Christmas-loving ways with a crush on his classmate, Martha. Until one year, after making her a present and shaving his green beard, he was teased by his entire class, including Augustus Mayhew, who grows up to be Whoville's mayor. The Grinch is a boogeyman figure to the town, terrifying them all, except for little Cindy Lou Who, who nominates him as the holiday cheermaster for their festivities that year. But Augustus presents him with a gift of a razor, reigniting the Grinch's hatred of the season, and he vows to destroy their Christmas by stealing all of their presents in the middle of the night. A one-horned dog reindeer, a three-tiered engagement ring, and more sexual attention than you can shake a Christmas tree at. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. That's also what they said going into the theater. Hooray! 
I would like to see the Christmas <laughs> Jim Carrey. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> One ticket, please. That's a live reenactment. Of, of, like, of like most of the American population. Yeah. <laughs> buying tickets. It was a really weird phenomenon. People wrote with PCs on it. Yeah. Yeah. When's the what's the last movie you saw in theaters? Actually, I have been to the theater since the pandemic. Oh. But before the pandemic, the last movie I saw in theaters was Onward. I have not heard of Onward. What a surprise. Yeah. A Disney Pixar film. Great. How about you, Hallie? I have been to the theater since the pandemic because I'm reckless and irresponsible. I'm not listeners. I just, there's a theater where you can reserve seats and I always reserve far away from other people and there's a mask mandate. So I have gone to isolated showings. I saw Encanto a couple weeks ago. Okay. And I liked it a lot. But what did you see before the pandemic? Before the pandemic? You didn't like yeah. the capybara though. Well, I don't dislike the capybara. I just don't think he should be a Happy Meal toy. And I wanted literally any other Happy Meal toy. Hallie got, got a Happy, got a happy meal, meal in my presence yeah. and got the capybara toy and hated it. I didn't hate it. I just like, what? I think it's still in my pocket, actually. Like, <laughs> what is, like, it's a good toy. What? No. Is it? Is it? Capybaras are great animals. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, capybaras are great animals, but like, I don't know what this does. Okay, well, have you tried playing with it, or did you just judge it first without doing I anything? I opened it like and moved it around. Is. There's like a little ball on the bottom, but oh, it's not big enough for it to roll. It and there are all these birds that came with it, which are cool, but I feel like they're supposed to connect physically to the toys Hand somehow. Me the bag and the toys. Okay, well, hang on. They've all, they've all dropped. But what was the movie you saw? I Birds of Prey. Okay. Birds of Prey is what I saw. It was almost Sonic the Hedgehog, but I saw Birds of Prey shortly after that one. Recommended for children of three, and it has instructions on there, Hallie. Get it together. The instructions are not clear. Yep. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't mean to surprise, surprise. derail us so so quickly with uh, the Encanto. It's my fault for having this in my large coat pocket. What do you do? What do you do? We're, we're going to play with the toy for a minute. You set them up. They stand. Yeah. And you, the capybara. I thought it was capybara. So... Ah! <laughs> so it's a bowling set. Yeah. We're, we're bowling with the capybara now. Ball at the bottom, so it's roll. not... Yeah, but it's not like he rolls effectively, which I know could just be because it's, you know, a McDonald's, a McDonald's toy. But, like... Toy. But, like... You're welcome. I wanted, I wanted a different toy. That consultation will cost you eleven dollars. I also did a demonstration, so that's another twenty-five. Far more than this toy is worth. Some people may pay thirty-six dollars for it. You don't know. I'm gonna put this on eBay. Thirty-six dollars. Let's see. Please do. If anybody if you can give me the money I'm owed. No. Okay, I know that you can hear me putting this plastic bag back in my coat pocket on the recording, but you're just going to have to deal with it. It's back. Unless David okay. cuts that whole part out. I may just cut that whole yeah. part out. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. What's the last movie you saw? Did you tell us? I was thinking, and I don't remember, because... That's not anticlimactic. It, it would have been... 
in Texas, <laughs> I think. No, no, I've gone to see... It might have been Mother. That tracks. It might have been Mother. It was something... It was. It must have been something with my friend Jake, because I don't go see movies on my own. And I remember that we saw Mother. Was that before or after Baby Driver? I don't remember. It was one of those two. Which was, again, a movie that came out probably three years ago. I think like four years yeah, ago. Yeah, it would have been a long time ago. I'm going to look it up, because this is not a recent movie. No, it is not. I had never gone to the theater alone until I went for the first time since the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> because I really wanted to see In the Heights, and no one wanted to go with me. And I thought, I'm going to the theater to experience this on the big screen. I have waited two years, and I want to go. And so I did, and it was delightful. It's very freeing. You should go to the movie alone. I've, I've gone to the movies alone before. Well, you just, 2017, four years. Yeah. Let's see when Baby Driver came. But, uh, 2017. Let's look up their release dates. <laughs> um, yeah, I enjoy going to the theaters alone, but mostly when I would do that, it was in Austin, and they'd have special events because it it was a city and they had like a cool movie chain that would do like special old movies that like I don't know where did I see? I saw like Total Recall. I saw. Um, Mother Tales more from recent. Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. I saw that on the big screen. That's a that's a. I've mentioned that before on the podcast, but it was a revelation. One of my favorite cheesy B horror movies. Yeah. So I've gone to the theaters alone quite a bit, and I enjoy it. Then why did you say you don't go to the movies alone? Well, I don't. I don't go to them like new releases alone. Like if there's a special event. I'll go and do it. Like they had uh, over Halloween, they had a there's a drive-in theater in Chicago that was showing like Japanese horror double feature, like Ring and Dark Water or whatever. It's like that sounds like fun. I might go to that. Didn't wind up going to that, but <laughs> you thought about it. It was on it was on my list of things to do. Good like, illustration of you going to things alone when they happen. Yeah, I mean it's a good yeah. illustration of like me watching movies in general. It's like that sounds fun. That would be a great time. Don't do it. Hence the podcast. Speaking of the podcast, we did a personality quiz this week. <laughs> and I know I've been really bad at posting the links to the personality quizzes along with the uh, the announcements. But here's a here's an inside secret. If you Google personality <laughs> quiz and the name of the movie that we watch, it's the first or the second link, almost always. I don't I don't dive very deep into that. So this one from zoo.com. This one what this one was like 20 or 25 questions. And including things like, what are the holidays all about? And how do you think you'll die? So, Kristen. I appreciated the depth of this quiz. I did not appreciate my answer. I got, hold on, Mayor Augustus, <laughs> who is the worst character in this movie, worse than the Grinch. So I don't know how this happened because I'm Beth and I'm the best of them. <laughs> Beth would never get Mayor Augustus. So you can imagine my confusion. <laughs> It says, perhaps people find you cocky, and maybe you only have one or two friends. <laughs> <laughs> 
but hey, there's no better time for learning goodwill for others than Christmas time. Maybe one day you'll realize that Christmas is about the other people in your life. There's always time for one's heart to grow a few more sizes. I think it's because I said I don't like gifts. I don't know. I mean, Augustus is all about the gifts, right? I get, I mean, He's I did. like the anti Here's the thing, Christmas when they spirit. say like, do you prefer to give or receive gifts? I always say receive, which sounds very selfish, but that's because it's, it's really hard to think of good gifts for people sometimes. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, they would like this. But when I'm like in a situation such as Christmas or a birthday where I like have to think of a gift for someone, I draw a blank perpetually except for maybe like two people and that it's not like a consistent two people it's just like two people my brain has picked that year as the chosen ones who uh-huh. i have an idea for and that's about it and so it stresses me out to give gifts but if i receive them i'm just like oh thanks that was nice of you yeah but then uh, it makes me sound selfish and then i get mayor augustus yeah that maybe that's, that's just be who you are deep in your heart Maybe this quiz really offered you some insight and you should take advantage of it and seek to change your life so that you aren't Mayor Augustus. This quiz is wrong. There's nothing wrong with me and there never has been. That's like something Mayor Augustus would say. Mm-hmm. It does. Okay, but People he's find wrong you a little when cookie. he says it. I'm right when I say it. I don't know. I would have been fine if I got like Cindy Lou Who's mom who was just trying to decorate her house. <laughs> just, just like a little too competitive. A little too competitive. Just trying to like have some fun decorations. She had her dress and they all looked like they were picnics. And I thought it was fun. And I thought, yeah, good times. And, and yet, I, that's, you, you didn't get, you didn't get not audition. Got. It is not. No. no. Hallie, who'd you get? I got the Grinch. <laughs> the title character. Let me read his little thing. Oh, where did it go? I just took a screenshot. Please Doesn't sound back. like you did. Please come back. That's not it. Tegan took it on her adventure. Tegan. No, she didn't. There it is. There it is. See? You truly have a kind heart, but you also have some rebelliousness in you. If someone ticks you off, you definitely will give them a taste of their own medicine. You can be let down easily and sometimes controlling. But hey, you put all this hard work into making Christmas the way it should be. In the end, everyone will be glad to spend the holiday with you. It's a pretty generous bio they gave the Grinch. What I'm confused about is the part where they're like, you tend to be let down easily. Yeah, because like, like, the the parts where the Grinch was let down was like, where his childhood bully was making fun of him again in public on like a large scale in front of a large audience of people. Out of their way to do that. It's not just like, I really wanted this prize. And then they gave you like a still good, but slightly lesser prize. And you're like, well. Like a capybara. Yeah. The Grinch like me would not have liked to receive a capybara, probably. Hmm. I feel pretty confident saying that because I am the Grinch, according to the zoo quiz. And who did you get, David? I got Cindy Lou Who. (laughs) You got the best You got the best. (laughs) You won. Congratulations. You won the Grinch quiz. (laughs) Your prize is Kelly's Bar. I just demonstrated how to use it. I hope you were paying attention. Yes. I'm unironically happy for you is the thing. It says, 
You're Cindy Lou Who. You're a sweet and spirited ray of sunshine with the biggest heart around. You know life isn't always easy, but you refuse to let circumstances change your attitude. You truly understand that the spirit of the holidays means being nice to everyone, not just to the people who are nice to you. I don't know if that's exactly what the spirit of the holidays <laughs> means, oh, man. but I'll take it. I'm Cindy Lou Who. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you being the Beth. Being the Beth of yeah. this quiz. Mm-hmm. I'm Beth. No. Augustus. We all got different answers. We did. We did. Yeah. Mine's wildly incorrect, though. I don't know. I think I think everybody got who they who they got. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm going to murder you. I should mention again, there are like 20 or 25 questions. It's very probing. So this but one, I feel like... Is it because I said I like gingerbread men? And they're like, if you had said sugar cookie, we would have known you were a good person. I said sugar cookie. And I got... I said... The Grinch, who is a good person. Gingerbread. I said gingerbread. I think it would be interesting for us to compare all of our (laughs) answers. Yeah, maybe some other time. (laughs) Because we have a movie to talk about. It's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. A 2000 Ron Howard picture. Yeah. This movie was so weird. I wasn't sure exactly who I thought its audience was or why they would want this particular movie on Christmas. Like, I agree with Roger Ebert. This movie is dank, eerie, and weird. I wasn't into the who noses. The Grinch was often just sort of gross. Or the scenes that they wrote for him were kind of gross. Like, when they're force-feeding him cakes and stuff for, like, way too long. No, that part's funny. Because he's like, this is not pudding. And he's like, then what is it? (laughs) And I think it's funny. But they're like... There are like three different shots of them like stuffing gross stuff in his face. And it's he's probably just like, delicious stuff. You're not eating it. You wouldn't eating know. Eating it with his mouth open and like... He's uh, a Grinch. He doesn't I also couldn't figure out why the movie was so like sexually frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed unnecessary. It seemed unnecessary. I give it a five. <laughs> Jim Carrey was good in it. And he's like kind of floppy and elastic like the physical comedy is often like pretty spot on and there are some good lines like i liked when cindy lou sees the grinch in her house dressed as santa and asks him what the meaning of christmas is and he's just like vengeance <laughs> a good line but i don't know if i wanted to watch a grinch movie i think i'd still vastly prefer the original animated one from the 60s as opposed to Whatever this one is. You should have gotten bonus points and watched the new Grinch movie, which is garbage. Okay, so I know that you both said that you were anti the 2018 Grinch movie. Yes, as people should be. How is that one worse than this one? This one at least has personality. And the other one is like aggressively trying to teach a lesson to an audience of three or four year olds where you don't have things that are actually bad happening. So even this Grinch like really definitely thought he was bad and there was more of a reputation that he was bad than him actually being that bad of a human or whatever he is. The other Grinch 
I don't... I, uh, he's not even, like, bad. He's just, like, there. He's cranky. Is he just cranky? I don't... I tried to block it out of my brain, but it's very, like, they spell everything out for you. Black and white. He's not actually that bad. It's very slow moving. And isn't there also sexual tension in that one? Because doesn't he end up with the girl's mom? They imply that. They that imply that. It. So I guess there's somebody else there. The <laughs> so that's, that's a vibe that that's a vibe that's that a vibe. apparently multiple movies have decided to go with. It's, it's not good. It's it's not. It's not good. I don't hate it as much as Kristen does, but that might be because my parents unironically love it, and I feel bad hating something that brings them joy. So, um... Is it just aimed for, like, younger audiences? Or yeah, it's well, aimed for younger audiences, and it really tries to make, like, references, and, like, he, like, dances to a pop song or something. I don't yeah, it it's that kind of humor. It's just like it's just the... like who are you pandering to? I don't I don't get it. It's not me. It can't be this child. Who is it? It's a it's a lot of you know bored execs being like this is what the children like instead of like a movie being made with heart. Like at least this Grinch movie, it's weird and I don't really like it. But there's heart <laughs> in it and there's personality and like it's got its own thing going. Benedict Cumberbatch also phoned it in for that. For that, I just he was not happy to be there, and I don't even know why he accepted it. Like he's he's Benedict Cumberbatch. He has surely done enough. He surely has enough money. He does not need to accept the Grinch role, and he clearly didn't want it. So what is the deal? Jim Carrey does not phone it in. He does not phone it in. No, he goes all in. He goes he goes very hard. as the Grinch. The 2018 animated Grinch of all the movies I've ever seen in my life, there have been maybe three or four I've wanted to walk out of. And the only thing that stopped me from walking out of this one is that I did not drive to the theater <laughs> and I would have had to sit in the lobby by myself, which seemed better than watching the movie. <laughs> but I thought, Maybe it will get better. And I also was there with four other people. And once the movie got out, we all confessed that we all wanted to walk out of the movie. It was that bad. We had five of us who wanted to leave. But we all thought the others wanted to stay. It's so bad. This movie, this like 2000 Grinch is infinitely better. Please watch it just for like, to see. Just for the comparison. Just to know. I bet all of it. No, I don't think that's true. Is this, like, the weirdest movie we've seen? Like, B-movie is pretty weird. We watched Holy Motors and <laughs> if The Grinch is the weirdest movie we've seen. If it's the weirdest movie that you've made me watch, that one is maybe... We'll maybe put that one aside. No, B-movie beats this. B-movie's a weird one. It's a fun one, but it's a weird one. Also, this is way more enjoyable because you don't have Jerry Seinfeld being like, ah, I'm Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> That's exactly how he talks. Going to see the Jim Carrey movie. That's what he said. And back in 2000. <laughs> so, oh, I forgot about that one. I don't know. I think they're both equally weird. I don't really want to watch either of them again. I don't. I'm like... Not shocked, but I thought there would be 
more kind words for this Grinch movie. And I am a little aren't. bit. Can you gave it a five? Yeah. So it's one point under Titanic. One you and gave and this half. movie one point under Titanic. One and a half. You gave Titanic a six. Yeah. You did not give it a six and a half. I thought it was a six and a half. I think maybe no. I adjusted upwards afterwards because I was being unfair. Uh-huh. A whole I mean, half point. You were, but I'm still mad that <laughs> you that you did the thing that I, I wanted. I, I considered Titanic about a six and a half because like seven better, six worse. That's about how I feel about that <laughs> and how numbers work. <laughs> yeah. Open six. Fairly open. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying I'm... that Joan Cinema has a very short commute from <laughs> The Grinch to Titanic, and I feel like it should be longer. I don't think it was quite a four, because four gets down to like, that's almost to Anchorman in the Hangover. I guess that's right? fair, because like... Like, it's it was better than those. Yeah, I was. If I had to choose between them, I would choose to watch The Grinch. I almost watched The Grinch again just to, like, make sure I wasn't being unfair to it. But then I didn't want to. (laughs) I didn't want to do that. So, um, we'll just have to assume I'm being totally fair. And, I don't know. I will say that I agree with the one reviewer who said that it should be more colorful because once I am into the movie, I don't notice it as much. But in recent years, whenever I've rewatched it and it starts, I always think at the beginning, like, huh, it's not as bright as I remember. It's kind of weirdly gray-ish and everything's a little bit muted. And I didn't know if maybe that was because it's snowing and it is still sort of like supposed to, you know, it opens up with them all shopping and being like, and for the next five minutes, everything is 99% off and being like, ah, yes, capitalism is bad. (laughs) But, so maybe that's why it's gray. But I do think watching it again, I was like, "Mm, I got a point there. But also maybe if it was too bright, people would be like, I don't know. I can't take this seriously. The yellows were too yellow, which sounds like things people would say. They would have said if it had been too yellow, because I'm sure everyone went into The Grinch with Jim Carrey (laughs) expecting color theory to be, to be, I don't know where I was going with this, but it was really smart. (laughs) And then it just left. After everyone bought their tickets to go see the Jim Carrey movie that was number one for four weeks in America, they walked in and they said, I hope the yellows are the perfect amount of yellow. And I walked out saying too gray but that's okay a little too gray a little too gray a little too gray yeah but all the adults were like good amount of yellow because if it was too yellow this has gone on too long (laughs) they would have complained yeah so what what is your favorite christmas movie if it's not this one and it's not the new grinch movie What's your favorite Christmas movie? I need to see a list of Christmas movies. You know which ones my family really likes? We have always really liked uh, The Santa Claus and Jingle All the Way. Okay. And I feel like Jingle All the Way does not get a lot of love. I think people know of it. never heard of it before. You've never heard of Jingle All the Way? You talked about it last year and I'd never heard of it before then. What? Yeah. I don't know. Arnold Schwarzenegger is trying to buy his child the Turbo Man 
action figure, but because he's a bad father, he waited until Christmas Eve, <laughs> and so he's trying to go out, but it's like sold out everywhere, and so now he's trying to be a good dad because his child, Jamie, was like, dad's never around, and I really hope I get this Turbo Man toy. I'll love him a lot and... more if I get the Turbo Man toy. <laughs> yeah, the way children do. Yeah. And so he's trying to get it, and hijinks ensue. All right. It's a fun time. Yeah. How about you, Hallie? Klaus. I knew you were going to say Klaus. I yeah, almost put it on the other day. Really good. Yeah, it's Klaus season now. Klaus is. is really, really good. And I love it a lot. It's a, it's an, it's a Netflix original animated, animated movie. Um, but they did like a cool lighting technique thing where it's not 3d animation it's all 2d but it looks like 3d animation and i just love seeing people experiment with shapes and colors in animated movies it's got a really really distinct uh distinct vibe i bought the art book it's also really cute and one of the only christmas movies i cry during it's a good one i think i watched it and at first started out because it also starts out rather gray and you're like Hmm. But there's a point to starting there's out gray. There's a point to yeah. starting out gray. But then it gets better. And I think I had it on and my mom was like, oh, what are you watching? And I said, Klaus. And then we went through this whole thing. And then, and then, then voice, Klaus. Klaus. And then she couldn't watch it for some reason. So at some point, this was a year or two ago, whenever it came out, and I was like, oh, we can put it on again for you. And she was like, sure. And then last year I watched it again, and then this year I saw it was on Netflix, because it's always on yep. Netflix, but they're pushing it now that it's the holiday season. And I have not really been in the holiday mood this year. If holiday movies are on, that's fine, but I have not sought them out. But okay. Klaus is the only one that I was like, I could put Klaus on. So, it holds up. It's a good one. Klaus, you should watch Klaus, because it's like... Okay. Really great. The Santa's good. His name is Klaus. How's about that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good Santa. Um, um, but I also want to... See, that's, that's my favorite Christmas movie that's good. Like, really, really good. But I also want to give a shout out to Hallmark movies because this is my season. I love Hallmark movies. Okay. They are the worst things. The other night I was so mad watching one, but I couldn't go like take my shower and get ready for bed until it was done. Like I had to see, I had to see how they ended <laughs> up together because, because you always do. And it's, I don't, I don't know what it is about Hallmark movies. They just bring me a really masochistic solace. I'm really happy sitting there. There's something being mad at the movies about watching this deeply formulaic holiday movie <laughs> that has been copied and pasted so many times. It is no longer like there's no chemistry between the actors no. anymore, and there's no. no like surprises or anything. But you still you still sit there and you're like, gotta see this through. Yep. And I was kind of laughing because there was one my mom had on the other day that had Gretchen from Mean Girls and I was like, is this the one that has Richard from the Bold Type? Because she's in a movie with Richard from the Bold Type. It's a holiday Hallmark Christmas movie. And that one, they're in Italy. But no, this is a different one. She was in Ireland or Scotland. <laughs> with her sister? 
Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and I watched that weird. one because the man looks like he is not the same age as her. No, he does not. I did not like them together. No, again, no chemistry between the characters None. in these movies. But sometimes you gotta watch them. Yes. I watched the Holland. No, that's not what it is. Uh, Love Hard on Netflix. That's new this year, and it wasn't bad. My biggest beef with it was that their introduction to the main character did two things that, like, if you have these opinions, that's fine, I guess, but they were clearly trying to push her as, like, a modern woman who's progressive and cool because someone was like, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Mine's Love Actually. And she's like, Love Actually is dumb because they only care about each other's appearances. And I'm like, I mean, it's not my favorite... Christmas movie, but I don't think that's a correct assessment. And they were like, what's your favorite Christmas movie? And she said, in all caps, die hard. And then... She's not like other girls. She's not like other girls. And then she told us how she hated Baby It's Cold Outside. Because it's sexist? Because it's a date rapey song. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm so sick of this argument. I I love Baby It's Cold Outside. She clearly wants to stay. That's what I answered on on the Grinch quiz. Which song do you like to sing? Baby It's Cold Outside. I said none because you're not going to catch me singing anything. Okay, well. But it's a great (laughs) song. didn't back up my point there. And and so that was my biggest beaver of the movie. The rest of her was fine. But they clearly are doing the, like, she's cool, and here's examples of how she's cool. I don't think anybody that claims Die Hard is their favorite Christmas movie is cool anymore. I, it's like, maybe it was funny, like, ten years ago. It's a thing now. Which reminds me, though, that's actually on my watch list because I've never seen Die Hard, and everyone says it's a Christmas movie. I really like So I need to watch it so I can weigh in on this officially. I heard it's a good movie that happens to play, take place during Christmas. I feel like I'll like it. I just haven't seen it. I've seen bits of the one that has Justin Long. Is that the third or fourth? That's one of them. I don't know. Do you even know who Justin Long is? No. All right. I met Justin Long. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> when? He came to my college Cornell, and he uh, told us all about the importance of voting, and he stood on the quad area, and you could go ask for his autograph. And I did that, but what he did instead was take a picture of the thing I wanted him to sign, and I said, no, like, a, like, a, like could you sign it and then take a picture with me? And he was like, oh. <laughs> I don't know if he was doing a bit or if he was just really tired, because there were a lot of young adults clamoring around him. But I have a picture of me with Justin Long. How has this never come up before and why haven't I seen it? I actually sure. don't know why it hasn't. It's on my Justin Facebook. Long has come up multiple times. I know. It's just never been like, oh, I met him. But today I was like, oh, by the way, uh, I, met, I have a picture from my Facebook. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to send it to you. That was a long yeah. answer yeah, to like long. favorite holiday movies. But David, what's yours? We haven't said yours yeah, yet. Yeah. yeah. It might actually be the, the animated Grinch movie. I like that one quite a bit. Interesting. And I can't think of any other Christmas movies I've seen, so I'm going to go with that one. None? I'm not a huge, like, holiday movie person. Like, it's not... It's not part of me, like, getting into the Christmas spirit. It's like, let's put on... A insert holiday movie, holiday movie here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was trying to just think of one. And I Home Alone! 
I like Home Alone too. I've never actually. seen Home Alone. I've never seen Home Alone, A Christmas Story, or uh, that Christmas Vacation Mm. movie. It might be The Muppets Christmas Carol, actually, (gasps) now that I'm thinking of it. Yeah, because that's also just a really good adaptation of A Christmas Carol. And then Muppets are there. a really good movie. Yeah. I know you don't like Muppets, but... I'm going to watch that Christmas movie also this year. Have you never seen it? I've never seen it. It's really good. It's one of Emily's favorite movies. So you should should text Emily and tell her you've never seen it. Yeah. And then she then won't I like would let her more. down, and I don't want. Her I'm to gonna tell her you've never seen it. You can't. I don't think I've seen a Christmas story either. This one with like the BB gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't and the think, leg lamp. And the leg lamp. I've, I've, I know things about the movie, but I don't think I've ever actually seen it. I've never seen it. Or like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That's the I one always, I was thinking which of. Which I always get confused with a Christmas story, though I don't think they're the same movie. No. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I've seen either of them all the way through, but I've seen like a bit bits and pieces of it on TV. I've seen like very tiny bits of A Christmas Story, and from what I've seen, I'm not enticed to watch more. I just, uh, you know what? I'm speaking of like bad holiday movies. A classic is the ABC Family. God, Holiday in Handcuffs. Have you ever seen that one? No. It's a John Hart. <laughs> but that sounds because like a movie I would like to watch for this holiday season. She is going to go with her boyfriend to stay in a cabin with her parents and her two siblings for Christmas. And um, her boyfriend breaks up with her. And I don't think she loses her job, but like, job's not going great. She's trying to like curl her hair and do a little at-home perm, and now it looks crazy, and things are going bad, and her parents are never nice to her, so she's like, I, ha- I have to show up with someone, or else I can't take another Christmas like this. And she sees an attractive man walk in, and she's like, having a crazy moment, hey, and she's hey. like, I'm taking him. <laughs> oh, we all have a crazy moment sometimes, yeah. where we then kidnap another human being. we kidnap being. another human being. We kidnap Mario Lopez. For Christmas. <laughs> She kidnaps him and then takes him to the cabin. And of course, it's like, no phones. This is all about togetherness. And it's a fun time. Okay. Do they fall in love? Of course. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. He encourages her to be a painter, which she has always wanted to do, but her family never supported her. There you go. That's the one where when Freeform releases their 25 Days of Christmas movies, my sister and I are like, Where's Holiday in Handcuffs? That's a classic. I don't think anyone else thinks it's a classic, <laughs> but we do, because yeah. it is. Yeah. So I if you want some that festive kidnappings. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't? Who doesn't? Yeah. Speaking of who's. Speaking of who's. Yeah. I liked the who noses. There's my favorite. Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily think they looked good aesthetically, but I think they looked good for recreating a Dr. Seuss who, and I like that they went so hard on it. They did go 
They did go pretty deep with the makeup. Yeah, like, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Good for them. It made me wonder if the entire time they were filming, if they just became mouth breathers, or if they had little tiny tubes that connected to, like, their Whoville nostrils that linked to their human nostrils. You should email Ron Howard. I feel like, big question for you. Ron, I know it's been 21 years. <laughs> <laughs> this one's been eating at me. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's fun. And, uh... Jim Carrey really endured a lot with the prosthetics that gave him anxiety. Yeah. Really? I heard that he was also claustrophobic. Like not very nice to the makeup artist that was putting his makeup on that for like two hours sucks. and then like had to take it off for an hour every day. That like sucks. he was just like mean and like flipping out at him. Which well, that's not nice. That's not, not nice. very Jim Carrey. Not very nice. It might be I don't actually know much about Jim Carrey I mean, as a person. Either. It just but, yeah. um yeah, he was not, Jim Carrey, not a fan of his makeup in this movie, though it did look very good. It did. I yeah. guess, I, I've never sat in a chair for two hours while somebody, like, put stuff on my face. I wouldn't be mean to the person doing it, no. especially because I was getting paid millions of dollars <laughs> to endure this. But, um, yeah, I, I can't, I don't know. It's not an experience I've been through. I See, don't know what it would do to me. It seems like it would be fun at first because I love when other people do my makeup. So when I was at my friend's wedding, I was like, yes, this is my time to just sit in the chair and have people make me this look good. This is my good. time, my friend's wedding. <laughs> yes. And so that's why I'm Augustus. And so, <laughs> uh, I think it would be fun, but two hours every day for however many months you film this yeah. would yeah. surely not be good. So you'd think that you'd at least try to if not be pals with your makeup artist, be like civil yeah. or just sort of reach an understanding of like, we're not having fun, but we can both be quiet and just not <laughs> talk to each other. Someone can put on a podcast or yeah. something. He apparently listened to the Bee Gees. Interesting. Yeah, that was part of the trivia. Also part of the trivia, one of the better scenes in the movie when the Grinch goes to um, pull the sheet off the table, when he's going to like make himself... My favorite the, gag. Yeah. Um, all of the silverware was scripted to fall off with the sheet, but he <laughs> pulled it off so well, nothing came off the table, so he just improvised going back and ruining everything. That's the funniest joke in the movie. That's my favorite part. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear he improvised that. What a comedic genius. Yeah. But also pretty cool. I've never I've never tried the, the tablecloth thing where you like pull the, the sheet off and everything stays in the same place because you're really good at it. I've never tried it. I really want to try it. I know I would butcher it. Like there is no way I'm getting that correctly within my first 50 tries. Yeah. But I, I need maybe 51. Maybe 51. Maybe 51. There was a tablecloth for this table, but it got kind of painty and gross and then I tried to wash it and the paint didn't come out so I I'll try and get another tablecloth is what I'm saying world, they call that a drop cloth and they could have kept it yeah the uh we won't, we won't go into it <laughs> uh, there should have been there should have been like a drop cloth it was like a the contractor contractors contractors <laughs> contractors um, ruining your life just this one I'm working with I'm working with another one um, to do some more house stuff, and this one is very nice. Good. So hopefully, hopefully things will go better with this one. Yeah. Um, that's been your David's house update, sort of. 
David's house has mice in it. That's your David yeah. house update. So many mice. So far, there have been four. Four mice. Name them. Stevie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Gustavo. Nope, nope. Same, correct first and last letters, though. Mm-hmm. Antoinette. Yes. Lumiere. Lumiere. <laughs> Gonzago? Gonzalo? No. What is his name? Gerardo. Gerardo. <laughs> Kristen named all of my mice. Stevie, Gerardo, Antoinette, and Lumiere. They all live in the forest preserve now because I bought some some very good. We should get sponsored, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't looked into sponsorship deals, but these humane mouse traps, they work so well. Every night I come down, there's a new mouse. <laughs> Yeah. It's and important to note that Lumiere is not Lumiere's given name. Lumiere really <laughs> liked Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> and tells everyone to call him Lumiere. And so we shall. And so we shall. Yeah. Yeah. So, hopefully. Hopefully. Today is the last day that uh, I come down to little squeakers in my kitchen. We'll see. That's been your house update. Stay tuned for more. Stay tuned for uh, more mouse news. What's... So what... Just ask the question that you're trying to ask. There's like a swinger party. (laughs) Yeah, there is. That's when the when baby Grinch Grinch shows up. The thing is that that went over my head for... years (laughs) in that just this year as they were putting all the keys in the jar I was like wait a second because I think all this time I thought it was meant to be like so people don't drive home drunk somehow putting the keys in the jar prevents that I don't know but it was it was this year at 27 that I put it together yeah I, I just I mean, that goes into the broader question of who is this movie for? Like, obviously, as a child, you're not going to understand that joke. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you are of the age to understand that joke, why would... <laughs> what is? What are you taking away from it? What are you being like, that's what I wanted from my Christmas movie about the cringe? I don't have an answer. Okay. And it's killing me that I don't. Like, I don't, like, I, like on the one hand, I really like the swingers joke because it's one of, it's like, it doesn't need any explaining. The child's just going to watch them at a party and not think about it. But the adults are going to be like, hmm, I made a face. It doesn't translate very well over audio, but a hmm face. And I think it's kind of funny, like, ah, oh, the Who's do some stuff. It's just the Who's did so much stuff that it was like, when does it end? Please calm down. I, it's, 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 it was so much. I think it's kind of funny because they just sneak in these little jokes for the adults, which they often do for children's movies. Um, but none of them do that. And so I'm just kind of like, all right, Grinch, you're really going for it. Like who was writing this? Who was like, this is the movie I need to make. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's funny, so I'm not against it. Apparently, (laughs) I'm their audience. I don't know. It's not like I'm against any 
sexual elements in The Grinch, I suppose. It was just, I don't know, the, the tone volume was the turned up more than you expected. <laughs> yes, the tone was so weird, and it was like, I don't, I don't... Every time we saw Martha, and she was just like, swooning. Yeah. <laughs> she was, yeah. She's... And then, like, The Grinch popped out of the trash chute and hit her, like, straight in the boobs, and that was... Yeah. They lingered on that. Yeah. Like, they it didn't just need like to linger. Face, face first yeah. in, her, in her chest for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> um, a lot of feelings. Yeah. The Grinch. The Grinch. Apparently, too, Ron Howard cut out some of the raunchier jokes. <laughs> Oh, was part of the trivia were. that I discovered. Did the trivia have examples? It did not. But Jim Carrey said that all of the lines he improvised were quote-unquote age-appropriate. So the stuff that was left was apparently written in the script. So, so, Jim, so Jim, uh, Carrey Jim, like, Carrey, Jim Carrey was like, I can't do this. I don't know. I, I, you know, take that with a grain of salt probably. I'd love but. to watch some deleted scenes. It's like the, the unrated version. Yes, the unrated <laughs> version of the Grinch. Yeah, I bet I bet they could have made an even weirder movie out of out of this. Yeah. What I do think you think? Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say I think it's a fun weird. What were you gonna say though? Mm. I was just gonna ask about like the Grinch as a character. Like how did you feel about this interpretation? I like him. Go on. I don't know. I like the part where he's giving people the wrong mail, and he's like, "Jury duty." <laughs> I said, "Blackmail." Jury duty. Jury duty. Blackmail. <laughs> and then when he's reading off the list of names, and he's like, "Hate, hate, hate, hate. Double hate. Loathe entirely." And then when he's listing the reasons he can't go, he's like, ah, "Dinner with me. Can't cancel that again." And yeah. I don't know. I that just think. In the trivia. Good Jim Carrey. And I don't know, I like that he's, again, he thinks of himself as more of a bad person than he is, and I think his reputation has amplified him as being more of a bad person. But really, he's just kind of like a grumpy gills whose heart grows three sizes. And so he gets to be better. And I don't know, I think he's entertaining, unlike certain other interpretations of the Grinch who have no personality. Um, but no, I thought he was He definitely fun. has a personality. Like, I, I like too that, that he, he, I think mostly he wants to think of himself as a bad person. Therapist can get into that, but like when Cindy Lou, who was like, "You saved me, thank you," and he's like, "Huh, no, I did not." But then his version of punishing her is just like wrapping her up as a present. But I also thought that was funny when he's like, "Max, get the tape," and then like, "Can I use your finger?" I don't know. I thought I like his quirky little Grinch, but also this came out when I was six, so <laughs> <laughs> like that was I was part of their target audience. I was perhaps one of the people who made this movie, the number one movie in America <laughs> for four weeks. That was you going to the theater. I watched you see the Jim Carrey movie. movie. <laughs> I hope the yellows are sufficient. <laughs> and my friends really like this movie, and so it's one that we typically watch every Christmas. Okay. Or if it's on, I'll like 
put it on around the holidays instead of skipping over it. I don't know. It's a classic to me. Yeah. And to millions of Americans. To millions of Americans. So I thought it was fun. And I like that they do kind of like have fun with it, even though it's weird sexual tension. um, It's amusing. (laughs) Okay. Can't explain it. I think if it wasn't supposed to be a Christmas movie, and not that I have anything like super sacred about, oh, Christmas movie, can't do that. Die, die Hard, not a Christmas movie. <laughs> um, I don't know. It felt, there were like, there were a lot of notes. And some of them felt like the wrong notes. <laughs> okay. And, and maybe that part, maybe like mixing that with like holiday cheer. I was just like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what this is making me feel. It's very, it may be because part of it also makes me think, gonna sound dumb but of harry styles because <laughs> go on his thing is treat people with kindness and the whole theme of this movie is treat people with kindness yes don't be and like I augustus love... yeah and i love harold so means a lot to me yeah do the go ahead hal you were gonna say something <laughs> i don't mind the Grinch. I quite like the Grinch himself. What I mind is his backstory because I think it's weird. Yeah. And not in a fun way. I don't know. When he earlier when he, like when he's presented with a with a with a shaver it reminds him of why he hates Christmas. I was like, yeah, that is what happened. That is it's just such a it's just like school bully fine. And I know that I don't need to be like, hey, small Augustus his face isn't that bad. Like, I don't understand why this ruined his life. I'm so confused. This is just just the concept of wicked. Like, a weird... They're green, so they're bullied. Yeah. But then the lynch... But then the catalyst was I shaved and I goofed and my face looks no different except there are some band-aids on it. It's just it's because he really put his heart into this and actually once tried and got into the Christmas spirit and was going to try to be like, fine, I embrace this thing, even though I have always felt like a loner. And uh, it was rejected thoroughly, even though Martha herself did not say anything like, LOL, you suck. It was like the look on her face and then everyone laughing at him and the fact that it was all this stuff drawn to attention. I don't know, it's kind of like on Friends. Chandler's parents announced that they were getting a divorce on Thanksgiving, so now he hates Thanksgiving food and he eats grilled cheese instead. It doesn't have to be like some big, I hate Christmas because of this. It's just like a really bad memory for him and he already hated Christmas and now he's like, that's, that's me. Christmas hater. I just think, I don't, I just feel like there was something better for them to choose for this 90 minute film. A different backstory. A different backstory. I don't know. Do the, do the who's just kind of suck? Right, like the who's. Like, what is their deal? Like, they dislike one of them, like the only one of them that looks different and torment him until he leaves. And then they elect the biggest bully amongst them to be their leader. And then like, I don't know. He's still a jerk as an adult. He's still a jerk. Yeah. And and the Who's are all, they all get into like capitalism and it takes little Cindy Lou Who to 
turn them around and show them the true meaning of this. But like to the rest of the Who's, are they just like not that great? They become very complacent in their society. Which I have wondered this. This is another thing I'm going to ask Ron Howard about. (laughs) (laughs) Is there one town of Whoville on the snowflake? Is there one town per snowflake? If anyone wanted to leave Whoville, could they could they go anywhere, or is it just no? Is it just Whoville in the mountain? Because yeah. looking into <laughs> this too really deeply, the they have no other societies around them to yeah. uh, try to mirror or learn from or anything. Yeah. And so, if capitalism becomes them, they become capitalists. Yeah, that's. <laughs> That's the summary for this movie. (laughs) (laughs) It could be like mic drop writing a paper or something. The Grinch. Capitalism. Treat people with kindness. Hashtag Harry Styles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure how the the snowflake is set up. And then as they zoomed out at the end of the movie, because you know, snowflakes are like it's not just a round ball. It's not a sphere. They have various different, for no other better term, branches to them. Yeah. Is it one town per branch? Can you hop to other branches? Like, I th- have thought about this too much for too long, and I want to know. You'll have to email Ron. First, I need Ron's email address. If any of you listeners know it, please share. Ron.Howard Ron.Howard at, at gmail.com yeah. That would be my guess. Expect to hear from me, Ron. Yeah. So, one of the critics says that Jim Carrey carries the movie so much that the scenes without him sort of fall flat and aren't really that memorable at all. Do you agree with that? Is there a movie without Jim Carrey? No. Is in no, there is no movie without no, Jim no Carrey. Yeah. The only exception is, I think, um, Cindy Lou's little song. I really like that song. I do like the part. I mean, technically, this probably doesn't count because people are giving their stories of knowing the Grinch, and therefore he is in the flashbacks. But I like when she's interviewing them, and then um, Martha's like, "Did I have a crush on him? Of course not." And Cindy's like, "I didn't ask you that." And she's like, "Oh, I thought it was funny, but that's." I mean, to be fair, he's in so much of the movie that it's hard to think of a time that he's not. But also, he steals the show so much that maybe there are five times and I can't really think of them. So, I know I do also like the part where they're competing, putting the lights upon the houses. Mm -hmm. And she's like, ha ha, new tool. Yeah, and has like a machine gun. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, Martha in the interview scene is wearing something in her hair that's made from the angel that the Grinch made her. I need to look cool. up. That, that was part of the trivia. I didn't catch that either, but... It is cool. IMDb. Been watching this for 21 years. Yeah. Those are, aside from, like, other tangential questions, like, what are your holiday traditions? Do you do, you do special Christmas things? I know Kristen eats a weird lasagna every year. We did not do that last year, and we're not doing it this year. <laughs> and right. it's not lasagna, because I don't like lasagna. I know it's, not, I know it's Greek lasagna, it's which is called... pastizio, yeah. and it's delicious. I know. Highly recommend. It's not actually lasagna. Uh, no, we used to like do things, such as going to my 
cousin Jen and Jim's house on Christmas Eve and then going to my grandma's house and my grandma would make us this nice dinner and it was wonderful and then we'd open presents with my cousins and then on Christmas Day it was always pretty chill but due to just the time people mm -hmm. moving away life happening we don't really do much anymore and our Christmas has always been very like we stay at home we don't go anywhere no one comes to our house. We used to have people over for dessert. Born and sometimes we had our cousins <laughs> over for dinner. And yeah, we just hang out at home. So we don't really have any sort of Christmas tradition beyond we will not leave our house. That's it. It's not a, it's not a bad tradition. It's nice. I like it. It's a good do-nothing day. Last year I watched Timeline with my dad. Timeline? Timeline. I've never heard of that movie either. It has Gerard Butler and Paul Walker. Like that doesn't help me. Um, I know who those time, people are, but it's based on a book. Have you read? It seems like something you would know. A Michael Crichton. Book? Yeah, See, I, know, I, was right. I know of the book. I haven't read it or know anything about the movie. Uh, they travel back in time to I don't know what time periods, but they are Do in they go England. Back horizontally or vertically? Go back horizontally. So, so not like a number line. A number line is horizontal. <laughs> not according to Joan Cinema. <laughs> no, that's the whole thing. Is that Joan Cinema lives on an open six, so that she could hop from one to the other at the top of the six. If I remember correctly, because it's a horizontal line, and so they go back in time. And they are near some sort of big, fancy-schmancy battle thing. Things are going to happen. And of course, they have to... Oh, oh, oh! The reason they have to go back is because Paul Walker's dad is stuck there. <laughs> <laughs> They're, like, excavating something. And they find... Oh, he, like, hasn't come back in, like, a day or two. Or his little, like, button, something or other that he's supposed to hit was never hit. And then they're working on some sort of archaeological dig site, and they open something, and they find Paul Walker's dad's glasses in there, and people were like, how'd that happen? So that was his way of being like, help me, I'm, I'm stuck. Because fun, fun time travel logic yeah. is that it happened, but then they gotta, they gotta go yeah. unhappen it. Yeah. And so they go back to do that, except it is very dangerous, because it's in the middle of this big conflict between the French and the English. Don't most historical things yeah. and it's a fun time Great. they gotta get back home there you go yeah like super mario brothers although the ending of yes <laughs> sounds the, very Christmassy. the ending of one character's fate is like fine when you watch it in the movie and then when you read what happens in the book you're like that's so much better why couldn't they have done that but I don't want to spoil anything so I won't say it but watch the movie. Circle back to me. I'll let you know. I recommend it. Great. Good Christmas movie. Online. Not necessarily Christmas, but it was on. So. Yeah. That could be the new Christmas tradition. <laughs> Timeline. It used to be that sometimes on Christmas we would watch bad sci-fi movies. That sounds good. That sounds good. You could just watch Michael Crichton movies. Like, Timeline. Okay, but I'm talking like specifically 
sci-fi channel where they're like Piranaconda versus Frankenfish. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, yeah. Merry Christmas. Jurassic Park. Jurassic also a Michael Crichton movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. Jurassic it's Park. A good, it's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> Traditions. Um, what, did, what did your family do? Um, When I was younger, we, me and my sisters would all sleep in the same room on Christmas Eve. Um, this is like one out a year. We'd all like share the bedroom and I wouldn't sleep. And one year my sister was like, Allie, it's Christmas. And I freaked out because it was Christmas. It's Christmas morning. So I got up to go open my presents or whatever, but it was still dark and nobody was up yet. And my mom caught me going down the stairs. I was like, what are you doing? And I was like, Sandy said it was Christmas. And she was like, she means it's midnight. So technically the date is Christmas, but it's not Christmas morning yet. And I got in trouble instead of Sandy, who didn't specify this to me, who was a child and didn't know things. That's just a memory that I have that feeds into every single Christmas now. And then my parents would make us wait at the top of the stairs while they made the coffee and like got everything set up and pretended they were cleaning up after Santa came and all that stuff. So we'd be up there for like 10 minutes because Santa never leaves a mess. So we, we have to sit there for like 10 minutes and get really antsy and upset. And she has a picture of us at the top of the stairs when we were younger that she keeps in the kitchen by the sink because she loves that tradition. And now my sisters do that with their kids. They all sleep in the same room and they wait at the top of the stairs. And my parents wake up and go to the houses in the morning to watch the kids open gifts, you know, at like 7 a.m. when the kids yeah. get up and are excited. I don't do that. I sleep <laughs> and it's great. Yeah. And then um, we always do our family night on either Christmas Eve night or Christmas Day. We alternate. And then my sisters do the other day with their in-laws so that the yeah. kids get to see everybody, both families. See and this everybody. year we have Christmas Day. How's about that? Mm-hmm. How's about that? How's about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We used, to, uh, we used to also have a like top of the stairs thing, but... We always get a present on the stairs because it was in this house. So you've got the little, the little, you know, you go up the stairs and there's a mm-hmm. little bit of land. Yeah. You go up the stairs, so like they could put presents on the bottom part of the stairs. So we would hang out up at the top of the stairs mm-hmm. and wouldn't be able to see like, oh, we got that. We'd usually get a stuffed animal of some kind um, that would be like our first present. So we would have like a, a new animal companion to like open presents with that's fun um, yeah and we we did the the presents on the stairs thing for a while even even when like after we moved out of this house there was there'd always be like something on the stairs it was kind of like a, a stocking alternative mm-hmm. or I would putting something in stocking would be on the stairs do you not have stockings my mom does stockings now okay but so. at the time did you not have stockings we did, but we didn't really put anything in them. Okay. I loved the stocking presents. The yeah, stocking presents fun. were fun because we all had to obviously wait until everyone was up to do Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. But of course, sometimes it's like you have to get up and then people are like making their various different coffees and breakfasts and like letting the animals 
eat their breakfast and whatnot and it becomes a bit of a process but the gifts that were in the stockings you could open as soon as you got up like you didn't have to wait for anyone what is that like pretty great it was nice because you could be like haha this is mine not being allowed to see the living room until the parents were ready yeah no we got to downstairs whenever we wanted although a couple of years ago i was the first one up and it wasn't even that late it was like 8 30 and i went downstairs and it got to be like 9 and then 9 30 and no one was downstairs yet and i'm like i get that we're adults and we don't have like a four-year-old running in at 6 30 being like time to open presents but i also but was it's like christmas. Um, <laughs> it's still christmas yeah, guys like we still we still have gifts to open coffee cake to consume come on let's get this show on the road i think that's part of why they put us all in the same room so they didn't have to deal with like let's go wake tiffany up because i would have done that already or we would have yeah. just woken each other up by virtue of being in the same room to yeah. make sure everybody was on the same schedule We used to have a really good hot fruit salad, too. Hot fruit salad? That sounds awful. That does. What? <laughs> <laughs> salad, but hot? Well, yeah, you, you bake it. It's like it's got, like, figs in it and those, like, spiced apple rings and, like, warm peaches and stuff. It's just okay, kind of that like sounds good. I was imagining, like, a lukewarm Baking a watermelon or whatever, <laughs> like it's like it's like the good like the good fruits that you'd want to have warm. Okay. You put okay. them in a you put them in a like little Pyrex thing and you yeah. bake them. That sounds good. It was really good. Okay. Take out the recipe and send it to me. <laughs> I've decided this year I'm going to make a um, quiche tart thing, not with the actual eggs, but with tofu because we always have very sweet things for breakfast on Christmas, like a lot of coffee cakes, except. I like savory things, and so I'm going to try making it the day before and just letting it hang out in the fridge, and then come Christmas morning, we have like a nice sweet and savory thing, and people will be like, wow, Kristen, this is delicious, and I'll be like, yeah, I know, thanks. That's what we do. We have an egg casserole that we make every year. By we, I mean my mom. My mom makes the egg casserole every year and puts it in the fridge, and then in the morning gets it out and puts it in the oven. Makes us wait at the top of the stairs. Yeah, she does that little hand motion on your stick where she puts it. She puts it in. And now my sisters make the egg casserole. Yeah. For their kiddos. That's nice that they put it in the oven because I was just thinking if people want it warm, we have a microwave. They have (laughs) no she's like to use it. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta gotta heat up the oven on Mm -hmm. Christmas. But yeah, we have an egg casserole thing as well. Oh, look at that. Egg and and bread and cheese and mm-hmm. uh, cornflakes on top to give it a little bit of a crunch. Oh, we don't do cornflakes. We do one sausage and one turkey sausage. Mm-hmm. Give it a little bit of crunch. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Put a little bit of cornflakes on top. I like that. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. it's good. Yeah. yeah. Listeners, let us know about your holidays. <laughs> do you also have an egg thing? Do you, you also, also have an egg, egg casserole? casserole? <laughs> Tell us about it. Give us the recipe. Yeah, share your share your family recipes with us. One thing that like young me who didn't understand that not everyone has the same traditions you have always was sort of like weirded out by it was that all of our stockings were made by my mom's grandma, 
And so they all look the same and they're all like red and have fun little like sequins and tiny stuff on it. And like our names are like sewn in there in cursive and it looks really nice. And so they all match. And then I would go to other people's houses at Christmas time and they wouldn't have matching stockings. And sometimes it would just be like whatever the kid was interested in that year, like a car stocking. And younger me was just like, that's not how you do Christmas stockings. <laughs> that's, that's not how you do Before it. I'm like, it's people bad. can celebrate however they want and not yeah. everyone has to do sounds, things. Yeah. Sounds a way. bit Augustus to me. But I'm not that way anymore. So improvements. Your heart right. has grown three sizes. Yeah. Love our stockings because they're clearly made by the same person slash company, but like they all have different colors and patterns or whatever. And mine was green with rocking horses on it. And I love it so much. And to this day, I don't actually know which one goes with which sister because the only one I care about is the rocking horse <laughs> stocking. Like this one's mine and then I just throw the other ones. And be like, I think bigger. Sandy's the angel, Tiffany's probably Snowflake, Heidi's the, the, the third one. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very easy for us to tell whose is whose. It has our names on <laughs> Be alarming if you couldn't tell. Yeah. So, fun times. Yeah. Christmas. Christmas. Hopefully this episode will come out before then. It will, David. We believe in you. Hopefully. It will. Yeah. The uh, the previous episode was probably very easy to edit because it was short because we didn't like that movie. <laughs> very brief discussion. Yeah. I say that now, having not edited it yet, and uh, but uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll get that done this week. This we'll one. have we'll have two, one week, and then another week right after it because I skipped a week because I was lazy, and uh, then this one will for sure come out before Christmas. We'll get another holiday holiday cheer for the first time ever with catching up with <laughs> We'll have a holiday episode <laughs> before the holiday. Really time. Yeah. Yeah. I believe in us. We try. But in summary, I liked the Grinch movie, and I think you guys are being too mean to it. What number would you give it? The thing is, I thought about this when you were talking about your number, and it doesn't really... You can't give it a number. You can't quantify it. I think you probably could. No, you can't. If I was thinking of a number, I might give it like a... I don't know, 7.6. Which isn't particularly high, but it's not low. So I liked it. Six feels like pretty high. I don't know. I think I mean, granted, some of that is nostalgia. I don't know if this came out today, if I'd be like, great new Christmas movie, <laughs> favorite of all time. Yeah. But I like its festiveness. The song is good. Yeah. Meaning of Christmas, etc. I like the wacky look of all the Whoville things. Wackiness. The wackiness. You gotta say it with a wiggle. Roast yeah. beast. Yeah. My mom always called roasted things a roast beast. So I kind of thought that that's what it was supposed to be. And I Any didn't realize. roasted thing. Yeah. yeah. I think mostly like roast beef, which, you know, <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> but she'd be like, it's a roast beast. And I, I thought that's what it was. Yeah. Apparently it's not. It is. Yeah. Yeah. What number would you give it, Hallie? 
Wow, that's really low. <laughs> because that's pretty close to Titanic. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a five. It's a four point nine. Which is because I have to honor the personality and the uniqueness that went into making this film. So it's not like a terrible movie. I just don't like it very much, and it's not close to Titanic. It's a lengthy commute from Titanic for okay. Joan Cinema. Yeah. All right. Kind of transferred from one bus to another bus. Yeah. Well, like it's not like it's not worth it at the end of the day. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I had a job when I was in California that required multiple bus rides and like oh. biking to the bus stops. I didn't have a car at that point. It was only I lived in in Davis and it was in Sacramento, which is like a 20, 25 minute drive by car. And it took me probably like two hours to get to work every morning. Like I'd get up before it was light and like bike to the bus stop and then catch the first bus and then wait for the second bus and then like hike always from the, uh, it was just. That reminds me of a book I read where she was paranoid about being followed. So she took several buses to and from everywhere she went and it would take her like two to three hours to get home. It was a real, it was a real long, and I'd have to do it in the evening too and come home and just like pass out because I was like, I can't, I can't do this. That doesn't sound like fun. Yeah. Anyway, that had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> uh, Joan Cinema Care. I hope so. Uh, so for the next time, we have Charlie, a kid living in the 1980s who finds himself living every 80s kid dream when one night, during a meteor shower, an enormous alien robot crashes in the woods behind his house. The robot's name is Bumblebuzz, the Buzzy Bee, and he's scouting out planets that might be prime targets of the evil alien robot faction, the Decepticons. He's not a Decepticon, however. He is an Optimo, <laughs> led by Optimus Prime, a race of good protector alien robots who also turn into sports cars for some reason. The Optimus—they're not called Optimos. <laughs> I couldn't remember. They're Decepticons, and there's the other ones. Uh, they've heard that the Decepticons want to rule Earth, and Charlie teams up with the good robots, teaching them the customs of America, so they can blend in while also doing battle. Here are some other robot names: Megatron, Horatio, <laughs> Screamer, Truck Gun, Joyride, Spinout, Radiohead. And the box. That's right. For next time, we're watching Transformers. I've heard nothing but bad things about it. So we'll have to see how this one goes. It's directed by the guy who loves explosions, whose name I also couldn't remember. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. The guy who loves explosions. Yes. What is the other? There's the Decepticons and the... The thing is, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. And it's, it's, been, it's been a minute since I've seen Transformers. Yeah. The thing, it has not been a minute since I've seen Transformers. <laughs> it was on TV the other week because my family <laughs> loves Transformers. So when it's on TV, we're like, yeah. And we get it. Transformers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I should know this and I don't. Yeah. I never got into Transformers as a kid. I, I briefly got into Hot Wheels. I was very into Ninja Turtles, and then I kind of graduated into X Men, and but only like through action figures and the occasional animated show that was on, like I, like the Fox cartoon of X Men. That was a big part of my childhood. The 
animated Sunday or Saturday morning cartoon with the Ninja Turtles. That was, you know, had to had to get up and watch that every week. Absolutely. But I was a little too young for Transformers. That was a little bit before my time. It might have been on cable. We didn't have cable when I was a child, so I I don't know much about them other than they're robots in disguise. There you go. I was getting yeah. upset because robots I robots in disguise. Robots in disguise. Yeah. Because they turn into That's cars. What they do. Why didn't I say that was the Christmas Carol you like to sing? <laughs> Transformers theme song. Yeah. <laughs> I regret not saying. Transformers <laughs> theme song. Starscream? Is that, that one of them? That's an actual one. Not in the movie. Okay. Spoiler. But if he's Listeners, in disguise, let me know. he could be there. Starscream, Maybe. right? In, I in thought Screamer movies. was a funnier name, but I think Starscream is one of the bad ones. In later movies, there are these two little annoying robots who do scream a lot. So I want to surprise. One is Star and one is Screamer. Yeah. I don't think that's their names, but... Radiohead. Radiohead. <laughs> that's what Optimus Prime went by in college. Yeah. And he was going through his hipster phase. Going through a hip- hipster phase. Don't we all? Don't we all? Yeah, so that'll be for next time. Michael Bay's Transformers. Like I said, I, <laughs> nobody says good things about it, except apparently Kristen and her family. Yeah. So. It has a quote that is one of my mom's favorite movie quotes of all time. All right. Well, in Transformers. We'll check in with that next week. Keep your ears out and <laughs> you can spot it. I'll keep, yeah. I'll reach out and grab it with my... Nose. With your nose. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, until next time, so long, Hallie. So long, David. Goodbye, Kristen. Farewell and happy holidays. Happy, happy holidays. holidays. Whatever you celebrate. Whatever you celebrate. Although, I think it just, Hanukkah just ended. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope you had a nice one. I hope you had a great one. Whatever it is that you celebrate. We are for it. <laughs> tell us about your egg bakes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, tell us about your egg bakes. And so long. Goodbye. I'm thinking about like a Salvation Army person, like <laughs> ringing the bell, being like, robots in disguise. <laughs>